Welcome to Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Let's turn our Bible swiftly to Matthew 16, verse 13 to 20. I will read a quick verse and then I'll be out of your way. Matthew 16, verse 13 to 20. Matthew 16, verse 13 to 20. I'm reading from the NIV. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah, one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked, Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of John. This was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. I tell you that you are Peter, and of this rock I will build my church. The gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. The question we've been asking each other the whole month is, who do you say Jesus is? According to you, who is Jesus Christ? Who is he in your life? The stories you've heard of him, what do you believe? Or what don't you believe? When you look at this Jesus that we so praise in the house of God, who do you say he is? And so my prayer is, by the end of today, or by the end of this month, even as you celebrate his birth, that you will know him for yourself. You will have a conviction in your spirit of who this Jesus, son of Joseph, son of God, really is. I want to share three quick stories that are out of your way. In Matthew chapter 9, there is a group of people that really knew who Jesus was. Jesus had begun doing miracles and he's doing them all over the land. They love him for it. Ah, Pastor Fred is able to do miracles for your life. Will you not like it? The answer is yes. They loved him. And so Jesus in his hometown is in Galilee. And so you know the story? The guys are looking for how to meet him because they have a friend who is paralyzed. And so they lower him to where Jesus is. What Jesus tells the paralyzed man is our topic of discussion. Jesus looks at him and tells him, your sins are forgiven. What do you mean your sins are forgiven? This guy is paralyzed. And even after he told him your sins are forgiven, he was healed. That doesn't make sense. He's supposed to tell him, boss, I'm coming. Go to your house. Now you can walk. But he tells him your sins are forgiven. But the guys are like, when he came all this way to here, this guy is saying sins are forgiven. They were looking for the healer. Jesus was reminding them of the sin of the world that he came to conquer. In Luke chapter 7, we know the story of the prostitute who comes to wash the feet of Jesus with her alabaster box. The Bible says Jesus was in a Pharisee's house. Simon, the more 
exact. He goes to the house of Simon, the Pharisee, to have a meal. It was dinner, the Bible says. As he's having the meal, a lady of the night comes and washes his feet with her tears. Then he dries them with her hair and proceeds to anoint them with her alabaster box. Jesus looks at the lady and tells her, your sins are forgiven. Go and sin no more. Guys are like, who is this guy who thinks he's here, able to forgive sin? How dare he even allow such a dirty lady to touch him? They never knew who this Jesus was and what he came to do. What do you think Jesus came to do? And I know that's a cliche question in the house of God. But what do you believe he came to do? The lady with the alabaster box, I think, knew. Finally, in John chapter 8, another lady is caught. This one is weird because the Pharisees come to Jesus while he's teaching at the temple. Kwakanisa. We found this lady doing the deeds. My question has always been so, where were they? The other question I have is, where is the guy? Why is it that it's only the lady? Any, those, those are questions for another day. But Jesus looks at the lady that was found in the place of immorality, bows down to the floor, and begins to write. Gets up, asks the lady, where are your offenders? Because he asked the offenders, if you are without sin, be the first one to throw the stone. They all disappear. Looks at the lady and tells the lady, Go, but sin no more. And she is forgiven. Guys, as we finish this month of looking at Jesus Christ, the Son of Man, could it be that maybe, just maybe, in your planning for the next year, you are looking at this Jesus as the person who will help you accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish. Some of us is to grow our business. Some of us, single people in the house, let me see what they are, no, they are human. Some of us is to get over that line. One more is one more in the house. I used to make fun of her now, here in Isha. Could it be that that is who you know Jesus for? And in your plans for the next year, that is what you purpose. That Jehovah, what I need you to be for me is the guy who will sort out my debt. I need to clear this debt. Jehovah, you need to come through. I've come to remind you in the house of God, even as we finish this year, that Jesus came to help us get rid of sin. He came in our lives to shine the light on sin and to enable us overcome it. So the question is, what is the sin in your life? And we talked about this last week. Because Jesus, he came to do miracles and he can do them. He did many miracles, fed 5,000 people with loaves and bread. But that's not the very purpose he came to do, he came for. 
He even told his disciples, I know they are following me simply because I fed them last week. He told his disciples, you don't understand why I came. You're assuming I came just to heal. May that not be our portion. Even as we get into 2022, my prayer for you is that you will know that Jesus came to kill sin. He overcame it on the cross and so he asks us to overcome it in our lives. And so as you go forth in Christmas, as you go forth to celebrate, as you go forth to just give thanks, as you plan for 2022, I hope that somewhere, in a major way, you'll say, Jehovah, help me get rid of this. The sin probably that so easily besets you. We all know it. I had a preacher say once that once you're past the age of 12, you know the sin that so easily besets you. So, what is that sin? And I know we, all, we have a list, let me call a list, list but on top of that, that list may it be that you walk in step with the Lord. That demands that you get rid of all faith, all sin in his name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me read for us John chapter 16, verse 7 to 11 in closing. It is for your good, Jesus says, that I came, that I am going away. He's talking to his disciples. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because people do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I am going to the Father. Where you can see me no longer. And about judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. The God of heaven even gave us the Holy Spirit to do the very same thing. And so my prayer to you as we close. If the Lord is convicting of anything that is off with him, May that be what we take into 2022 as a way to say, Jehovah, in your name, with the help of the Holy Spirit that you've given me, I will walk how you desire me. Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. at Trubani House off Airport North Road. Have a blessed week.